Hello everyone and welcome to the Dear Future Hubby podcast. I am your host, Teresa Reese, and normally how I do it, I would read a poem from my book of poetry entitled A Strong-Willed Mind, Healing Scars Over Time Through My Poetry. But today I wanted to go off into the archive and I wanted to read an insert from a book that I started that I never, ever finished. And this happens to be chapter two. And let me just see real quick if I can, because I was just looking at it. Let me see if I can locate it again. I was like, huh, interesting. You know, they say a lot of times the things that you end up doing are things that you started off doing when you were a child. And so as I was reading over this, I was like, girl, you've been writing way longer than you thought that you had been, um, which is pretty, pretty cool. So this actually was a little more graphic than um, than I thought it would be. So, this is a character for those of you that are like, what? And I did not read proof this, so I may be changing it if I feel like it's just a little bit too much, but this is chapter two. And there is no title to this book. Let me see if I put a title to this book. No, there's no title to this book because... I was merely brainstorming. Actually, I think it was called. There is a title to this book. It was called. The Truth Be Told. So. Y'all say a prayer for me. This is way back in the day. Y'all was I was a teenager when I wrote this. So um, anyway, it says. Let's get one thing straight. I hate females. I think my mom is the only woman exempt from that category. And she had me, so that's why. Past experiences have taught me to be the way I am today, especially when I realized how messy women are. Now I know why men say, we don't love them hoes. Notice I said we. You see, this goes way back. Women are cheesy, they are competitive, they are jealous. They don't want an outfit in the store until they see you looking at it. They don't want to buy a new house until they see you have a duplex. They don't want fake nails until they see yours are growing. They don't want a man until they see you with him. They are too damn messy. Which is why I deal with only one female at a time. And once she crosses me, then her ass is history. I'd rather have just male friends. That way, whenever I'm down and out and haven't had any in a long time, I can get laid. I can't do no mess like that with a female. Hell, I don't want to. Plus, when you have a lot of male friends, you get the 411 on how they really think. Maybe that's why I'm so messed up right now. I found out the hard way how men really think. So I've reprogrammed my way of thinking. You see, once upon a time, I was that female 
who bought lingerie for her man to admire, washed his clothes for him, cooked dinner for him, huh, even served him, child. But then I got screwed. Not once, not twice, huh, not even three times. Hell, I got so messed over so many times and it was done without any Vaseline. Now, my behind is raw, but I learned something. A person will only do you how you allow them to. You see, I was that fool. I grew up believing that I was supposed to treat people how I wanted to be treated. Yeah, that's fine and dandy. If that person is treating you how you want to be treated also. This never happened in my case. Yeah, I got screwed. There was a time when I wished my mom had set me down and spelled life out for me. Like that time when. So that is an insert from a chapter of a book that I never published. How many of you have unfinished business? That is truly my question. How many of you have unfinished business? And I'm sure that as I read that, maybe a part of it was relatable to some. Um, and it actually, I, I tried to give you the G-rated version because the way I was writing on this particular, in this particular book, I was leaving nothing to the imagination, if you know what I mean. So because it's not dated, I can't really tell you what was going on in the backdrop when I wrote it. But what I can tell you is based off of the information that I was able to read. This is a situation where I had been messed over by a few females in my lifetime by that time. I was talking to a friend of mine the other day and it's amazing how sometimes you really don't recognize when you've been through a lot. Either you have learned how to compartmentalize your trauma or you have learned to cope with your trauma or you've just learned how to pretend as if you haven't been through trauma. Either way it goes, it took that moment for me to recognize that a lot of my encounters with females have not always been positive encounters. For whatever reason, there was a lot of messiness going on. And, you know, that can truly affect relationships, past, present, and future. And it can also impact how you deal with the same sex in terms of friendships. So I remember there was one particular incident where there was um, people that I considered trustworthy. That's another thing. You know, we're so quick to put a label on people. Oh, that's my friend. Oh, that's my best friend. Oh, but what have you gone through that person for them to be classified as such? What have you truly been through with them for them to even gain that type of clout with you or that type of position in your life. So there was a particular incident where, um, you know, sometimes you can call people friend and they're not truly your friend. 
They haven't done anything to be a friend to you, truth be told. If anything, they've shown you that they're more of an enemy than a friend. How many times have you been in that position where you thought that the feelings were mutual? Where you thought, hey, you know, something were to go down, this person's got my back. Only to discover that was the furthest thing from their reality. Well, I learned the hard way. So there was a guy that I was seeing and although we would all do things together, kind of like in a group setting every once in a while, the females that I was hanging around had led me to believe that they were trustworthy. And it wasn't until later that I discovered that um, they really couldn't stand me. So the person that I was talking to both of them out of the three, and it might have been all three. I don't, you know, the verdict is out on the third one. But out of the three that I was hanging with, two of them slept with him on two different occasions. On two different occasions. And so, as I'm looking at these females, like, you know, oh, you got my back. And I found out, no, <laughs> they wanted what I had. And it wasn't even necessarily because I, I was with the person. They didn't necessarily want the person because I was with the person. It was almost one of those types, like an ego-driven thing. If she can have them, so can I. So there will be people sometimes that are competing with you. And you don't even know that there's a competition going on. Maybe that's the reason why I feel indifferent to this day when it comes to competition. is because of how it was introduced to me initially. People were competing with me that I didn't even know I was competing with. I didn't even because I didn't. That wasn't my mentality. My mentality was not to compete. My mentality was to respect them, to honor them, to cherish the so-called what I called friendship at the time, only to find out that it was a one sided friendship. And the funny thing, you know how they say there's no I in team. Well, guess what? There is a few eyes in friendship. So why do you give certain people titles in your life? Why have and how have they earned that title? Did they really earn that title? Did they go through something with you or did it just seem appropriate to name that person your friend? One time I remember having a conversation with another friend of mine and I was telling her, I think where we tend to go wrong a lot of times is that we don't take the time out to say, hey, what are your boundaries? What are my boundaries? What are we doing? Mm -mm, we don't do that. We don't do that at all. We just kind of have this invisible boundary that we set. And then if someone crosses that boundary, well, now we got a problem. But have you really sat down with that person, with that individual and said, hey, you know, I don't like when this happens. I don't like when you speak to me this way. I don't like when we go this, you know, to a place or whatever in public. And even though you tell me that we're friends, you treat me like I'm a total stranger in front of certain people. 